Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. So, yesterday I had the uh, the good fortune of seeing Shazam on a special preview day, uh, two weeks before it comes out. Um, a move which really tells you how confident they were in this movie's release. That they're like, go ahead, go see it early, um, get the good word of mouth going. They did the same thing with Into the Spider Verse. Um, so it's a good sign. It was a good sign going into it right there that they were confident in this, and they were dropping their review embargo two weeks early. Um, so, let's talk about Shazam. Um, I'm going to try not to spoil it too much, but as the title suggests, there may be spoilers, only because I love this movie so much. Um, and I, 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 I've been trying to think about how to really talk about some of the best parts of this movie without spoiling it, and it's kind of hard to do that. Um, like, the third act, the entire third act fight at the carnival... Um, with uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Savannah and the uh, the Seven Deadly Sins, um, verse Billy, Shazam. It, the whole thing is just they they do something in this that I didn't think they were gonna do in this movie. Um, I thought they were gonna do it in a later movie. Granted, I also went into the movie blind. I knew nothing about the movie going into it. Um, it was one of those movies that kind of flew under my radar because, like, yeah, it's a superhero movie from DC Comics, but Shazam's a weird thing that I always thought, like, oh, it's weird they're continuing this movie on its track. Um, but if they did more movies like this from the onset, then maybe Justice League would have been better. Um, more self-contained stories that aren't trying to be a giant narrative, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, a giant narrative magnum opus, like uh, Man of Steel through Justice League was. Um, this movie was so amazingly good, though. Um, it was, like, the, the emo- first of all, there's a lot of great, the, the, the child acting and the writing for the children is so well done. It doesn't feel like adults being kids. They feel like kids. And there's nothing that takes you out of that in the way that other movies with kids do. Like, um, The House with a Clock in Its Walls. It's very obvious that it's an adult writing a kid, and the kid's having to act like a kid who's being written as an adult. And it, it just feels it, it feels odd. Um, in a lot of kids' movies, like uh, Harry Potter, the first two Harry Potter movies have that same sense of uh, the kids are acting in ways that they're only acting that way because it's an adult perceiving childhood. They don't have that in this movie, where it's like Billy acts like a kid, and it feels like a real kid acts. And the same thing with. Um, with Freddie and with everyone else, Darla and uh, Pedro and Mary and all that. Everyone feels and acts like they're actually the age that they are in the movie. Um, the emotional core of the movie really hits home, and it's like you, you get a great hero moment out of it where it's like, this is a little bit of a spoiler. Um, um, Billy, and the trail kind of tells you, Billy is an, um, he's an orphan. Um, he doesn't have his parents. Then through the movie, he's looking for his mom. And then when he finally does meet his mom, I'm not going to say what happens, but it's just so well done by... He's a child actor, the guy who plays Billy. I, f- I forgot his name. The kid who plays Billy. He's a child actor, and he does such a great job delivering just the raw emotion of the moment. Um, but subtly, it's so beautiful and so well done, the whole scene, the whole sequence there. Uh, and then right after, he goes off to... And he gets his moment of defining who he is as Shazam rather than being just, you know, a uh, a guy on the street corner trying to, you know, make money by doing super, like, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, doing superpowers for money. Um, 
and and running from the fight instead of you know being an actual hero. Um, and then the way in the end when he he uses his his wit ultimately to to beat Doctor Savannah, who's you know not killed and put into a prison. And this felt like such a well done movie. It like I want more Shazam now, which is a sentence I never thought I was going to say going into this year. Nor did I think that the best movie about a character named Captain Marvel was going to be Shazam, because it is leagues better than Captain Marvel was. Um, and I think Captain Marvel after Endgame comes out. Well, if if Captain Marvel come out after Endgame, I feel like it wouldn't have been quite as well received. Um. Because the movie's ultimately just meh, but what ultimately he will go into that movie expecting is its ties to a larger universe. And Shazam, because of how poorly received the rest of the DC universe was, Shazam is forced to make itself on its own merit. And it doesn't have that goodwill score going into it from other movies, where it's like Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, um, Man of Steel... Um, less so Man of Steel, but, like, Justice League, all universally panned movies. So it doesn't have that going into it, this whole feeling of, um, the goodwill that Marvel has going into Captain Marvel. So it really has to make itself on its own merit, because even Aquaman was meh at best. Um, and really the only stellar movie they've put out in recent history is Wonder Woman. And... Even that, I wouldn't say it's stellar because it's bogged down by a bad third act. But this one, they really, like, I've talked about sticking the landing and the importance of sticking the landing. And they nail it in, in the third act of this movie. Um, there's a small cameo at the end that's really cute. Um, and uh, the post credit scene, I, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the most knowledgeable about Shazam as a character. Um, so I'm not too sure where they're going with the post credit scene. Um, I probably could have looked it up on, um, like, a DC Wikipedia page or on DC Universe or something like that, but I, I didn't, um, so it, it'll be there, I'll, I'll, I'll read something eventually and figure out where they're going with the little caterpillar who's, uh, talked about ancient magic to Dr. Savannah, um, there might be a second post-credit scene, we didn't stay for it, um, when the first post-credit scene happened and they didn't tease Black Adam, I didn't think they were going to. But Dwayne Johnson is listed as a producer on this movie, so they're definitely going into Black Adam at some point in the future. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm greatly looking forward to whatever they do next with Shazam. And really, it gives me more hope going into Joker that Joker's going to be good too, um, because this kind of shows that they've they've kind of established what the problem is, isolated it, and they've extracted the problem. Um, so yeah, definitely when this movie comes out in two weeks definitely go see this movie it is well worth your time and money uh at the time it'll be the best superhero movie playing and through infinity war it may even after infinity war still be or endgame it still may be the best superhero movie playing um so yeah so we'll wrap up there for today um I, the, the reason why this is so short is that i don't want to get too far into spoilers um oh and there it, the other thing that this movie does i'm this is two things that are kind of related number one there's a great uh, homage to dogma in this movie, um, in the first act, um, and if you've seen dogma, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when the scene comes by, um, and it's, it's so well done, and it's, it's just one of those things that, like, I, as I'm watching the scene, I'm like, I've seen this before, 
and then as it and as it's playing it, I'm like, oh, it, it's it's dogma, and it's uh, it's really fun and really cool. And they also have they also do the horror that Venom should have had, but with uh, better, with the uh, the horror of these creatures that are not quite human, eating people and killing people, and it, it they do it so much better than Venom did. Um, and for a really weird backstory of a, of a hero, they do it such a good job of it. And the humor always lands, too. It's, it's a great joke. and It's got the, the best dick joke in, uh, what's it called, in a uh, in a movie I've seen in a long time where it's like, he uh, when he meets the wizard and the wizard's like, here, grab my staff. And he's like, what the hell? No, that's gross. And um, it's better than the Captain Marvel one where the scroll's dead and Nick Fury like, looks at... Uh, Ben Mendelsohn and he looks back at him and he lifts the thing to look under uh, look between his legs and he gives a face like meh and he puts it back down and walks away. Um like this is the this every joke in this movie lands. There's no joke that's like it's not funny, it's just like there there's only one sequence I could think of that's like uh what's it called? That doesn't quite hit it. Um and even that is punctuated by a really good joke at the end. Um, and then none of the jokes go on too long either. It's not like Deadpool will replay the same joke over and over and over again, or it'll just, it, like, the joke will outlive its welcome, having continued for too long. It's everything kind of nails where it should be, and it's very well, very well done. Um, so 100%, give me more Shazam. Um, I can't wait for the sequel, when that inevitably happens. And with that, for real, this time we will wrap up for today. Uh, I am Adam, and we will be back with, I think I'm going to do Captive State later this week. Um, So yeah, so until then, have a good rest of your week.